Today's podcast is from our second act series, episode number two, After Divorce. In this series, we're talking about second acts, all those life changes and life events that cause people to change the course of their lives. Going through a divorce is a life-altering event. And that's so true, Michael. With 40 to 50% of married couples filing for divorce each year, the United States has the sixth highest rate of divorce in the world. There are many parts to the divorce process. We can talk about why people get divorced and the divorce process itself. And we actually will be discussing successfully navigating the divorce process in a future podcast. But today, we are talking about life after divorce. Divorce reorganizes your life. Today, we're focusing on three specific areas. Practical effects after a divorce. Emotional effects after a divorce and financial effects after a divorce. Let's start with practical effects. These are things people generally don't think about, but have huge impacts on people's lives. And you know, you're right again, Michael. After a divorce, people face many practical issues. For example, adjusting to the different makeup of a household. Perhaps you were a four-person household two spouses, and two children. After a divorce, you may find yourself a household of three if your children reside with you. On occasion, you will be a household of one when your children go to visit your spouse. You may be a household of two. Perhaps one child lives with you, one child lives with your spouse. Or you may be the household of one with the children residing with your former spouse. In any event, going from a household of four, five, six, whatever it is, down to just yourself is a huge adjustment. Another adjustment comes in the area of household tasks. When you are a intact family, you share tasks. There's a sharing of tasks. For example, one spouse may do the exterior maintenance. One spouse may take care of the automobile maintenance, while the other spouse takes care of the family's finances, writes the checks, and maybe does the vacation or trip planning. When that spouse is no longer there, the tasks still remain, but now they're all on you. I've had people come in and say, I got a ticket for not having my vehicle inspected. I forgot all about it because my spouse used to do that. I've also had folks come in and say, Geez, I missed two months of mortgage payments. I didn't know who had the mortgage, didn't know who to write the check to. My spouse used to do that. So that's an enormous adjustment in just getting, uh, taking these, getting these tasks taken care of. And if children are involved, holidays are different. And that's just one thing that changes drastically. Old traditions may not work anymore. The possibility of stepchildren, children of the your spouse's new spouse, new relationships, relationships with grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins, and so forth. 
Practical effects are often not thought about until you're actually faced with them. And sharing of holidays and trying to, to honor those old holiday traditions create tremendous emotional issues in people. So thinking through and planning ahead can avoid many of those problems and reduce that stress. That's where we can help. That's right, Joe. Speaking of the holidays, now you have to decide where the kids are going on Christmas Eve, where they're going on Christmas Day, what time they're being dropped off, what time they're being picked up, and then there's the grandparents. Traditionally, there's two sets. Now there may be four. And then there's the aunts, uncles, cousins, relatives. So there's a lot of things to be considered, especially in the 11th hour when one spouse or another changes their mind and doesn't stick to the agreement. These are all the things that we can help plan for, as you say, before the storm, not in the middle of it. So, divorce affects a person emotionally also, sometimes for years after the divorce. How many times have we talked to people that have been divorced for 5, 10, 15 years, and when we're done, we look at them and say, you never got divorced. You're still living there. After the divorce, people make some very common mistakes. They may rehash and relive the marriage, often doing a play-by-play -play of what went wrong. If you're doing that to determine what you may be looking for in a new partner or how you might have done things differently or things of that nature, that may prove to be constructive. However, simply going back and rehashing and reliving just for the purpose of beating yourself up is not constructive. People also judge their prior selves. I have heard a hundred people say to me, well, you know, there were flags. There were red flags. I should not have married him. I should not have married her. And I tell those people, you are not allowed to go back and judge that person. You are not the person you were yesterday, much less 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. That person made decisions based on the facts at that time, what was going on at that time, the knowledge they had at that time. You can't judge that person today. People also don't engage in any self-care. They don't take any time to find out what they like, what their interests are. During the course of a marriage, often our interests are subordinated to those of the family, the children, the spouse, whatever. Or sometimes you just don't have time to pursue the hobby that you liked or the interest that you liked. This is the time to reestablish that. This is the time to look at that again. And you, in order to do that, the magic word is time. It takes time to do that. I've also seen an awful lot of people rush into a new relationship, leaving themselves no time to heal. People will frequently ask me during the divorce process, may I date? Is it okay if I date? And I tell them, yes, but there's one rule. They must first start by dating themselves. They look at me like, 
you know, very puzzled, like I'm nuts. But the point there is get to know yourself. What do you like? You have been a we for perhaps a short time or a long time, but nonetheless, you have been a we. Now you're an I. What do you like? What are you looking for in a partner? Don't only focus on what went wrong the last time. What do you need in a partner? What needs do you have that need to be met in a new relationship? So you need to adjust to no longer being we. Or do you? Maybe you're a new we. Maybe you're already in a relationship. Or your spouse or ex-spouse-to-be is in a relationship. So if children are involved, you need to recreate a new relationship with your ex based on where you guys are at right now. You're no longer husband and wife. You are ex-husband and wife and your children and their future are your priority. Divorce changed both of you. Don't expect the same behavior from your ex-spouse as has always happened. You have to create new behaviors for your situation as ex-spouses, possibly who have current spouses. But always remember, the children are the priority in moving forward. Exactly. And this is where guidance and practical suggestions based on working with hundreds of divorced people can benefit you. Now, having said that, I want to point out divorce can cause serious, significant emotional issues, anxiety, grief, stress, the whole gamut, and some of those may require professional help. I urge, I recommend, I suggest to the folks that I talk to that they seek out mental health professionals if those issues are there and if they are overbearing, overcoming you. I, we are not mental health professionals. However, we can work with, we can complement, we can coordinate with your mental health professional and we can assist with these very practical issues Something as simple as visitation schedules, what works, what doesn't, things of that nature. We have seen firsthand what works and what doesn't. And the third area where divorce changes life is in finances. And again, you are no longer a we. You are now planning for yourself and your children if you have any. So the first step is understanding your assets. Now you will have just completed the divorce process, which most likely included a very in-depth, very specific analysis of your assets and financial condition. Now, post-divorce, you know what you are left with, what you have left to plan. It is imperative that you use those assets and plan carefully. If a spouse remained at home to raise children, 
if a spouse worked part-time instead of full-time, if a spouse earned significantly less than the other spouse, then planning becomes even more important because all of those factors affect social security points, eventual social security payments, and retirement planning. This is where goals need to be set as to where your financial future goes. And a lot of this depends on the presence of children, college planning, do you need to buy a new house? There's many questions that need to be answered. Again, I urge and recommend and suggest that people talk with a financial planner, a financial professional. We are not financial planners. A financial planner can assist in suggesting and guiding toward various investments, uh, short-term, mid-term, and long-term plans. That's what they do. And again, we can work in conjunction with that financial planner help you figure out where you want to go so when you do see the financial planner you have a plan to present you have thought through and identified your goals clearly and efficiently so they can then come in and help you with their specific brand of assistance divorce is extremely stressful and the last thing you want to do is make decisions in the heat of the moment the first thing that always comes up was, is, how am I going to afford a professional? And the question is, how can you not afford a professional? Do you need a financial planner for a couple thousand dollars before you lose thirty or forty thousand? Do you need an emotional planner or professional before you make decisions out of stress? and guilt and whatever before you make the wrong decisions that cost you even more money and time. So what you need to do now is just go to our website, contact us, and set up an initial interview to discuss your specific situation, your specific needs, and a direction that you might want to take for your future. It's MikeAndJoeConsulting.com, M-I-K-E-A-N-D-J-O, Consulting.com. Thank you for listening.